From the weird, to the disgusting, to the outright silly. This, this, this is your daily moose. Oh, oh, oh. Coming up next on the Daily Moose. Stop tickling my butthole. Now, one of you is going to have to pay child support. Listening to dubstep might make you less sexy. Hunting elephants? Watch out for them lions. All coming up on the Daily Moose. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Daily Moose. I am your host, Cal Rampage. A.K.A. Slobber Downey Jr. with that chest piece. Cortez, how you doing today, man? How is how are things? How's the world treating you? It's been a while. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while, Cortez. But it was literally Friday. <laughs> we got a we got a bunch of stories today. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them. Ten whole stories. Oh, we'll see if we get through them. The best house you have ever seen. Yo, the house was crazy, man. There was a ridiculous house with like a loft bedroom in the top. Two, two living rooms. And then the basement. Well, I guess it's like, yeah, the basement, I guess. Had like a side entrance. And it was a whole other apartment inside. Complete with like a living room, washer, dryer, toilet, full kitchen. It was the craziest place. And it was and we got it for free. Free. <laughs> they overbooked us. Or they like double booked us? Yeah, they double booked us on the, our first Airbnb. And since they're like considered a super host, if they cancel on you, uh they lose their super host status. So they they gave us another one for free. It was like 500 bucks a night or something, but uh <laughs> They just gave it to us. They're like, here you go. Enjoy. Uh, we went to a Twitch Ottawa meetup, which is like a four hour drive, five hour drive, four hours if you're lucky. Like we were super lucky with traffic. We got a nice four hour drive and I got there, ate a big ass burger. I won this like crazy backpack, this MSI backpack, and it had like a mouse in it. It had this shirt, this discord shirt. An X split shirt, yeah, you know, a mouse, a mouse pad, a hat. I was, <laughs> it was like the biggest prize there. Walked home with that. <laughs> it was pretty good. The meetup was pretty small. Like uh, our Toronto meetups are really big, so it was kind of nice to have a nice, uh, small, small venue. But it was super dark. Like anytime someone opened a phone, you're just like Jesus Christ, and you just got blind instantly. Even with like your your brightness all the way down. It was it was just really dark. It was I swear it was lit by Christmas lights or something. Just white Christmas lights. We yeah, had drinks were good. I had the the cow Cortez special, you know, the the vodka Red Bull. Uh yeah, then we had a after party. We just hang around and drank. It was cool. It was kind of weird just going on a road trip for one night. The Cowtez special, yeah. Like usually when I travel with everybody, we stay for I don't know, 4 or 5 days, but it was super weird just staying one night and leaving in the morning. It kind of felt like off, <laughs> but it was it was fun. It was a nice road trip. We got the, you know, shoot the shit with me and Nagata and 
MD for four hours. On the ride home, it was pretty quiet, though. Everybody was so wrecked. Uh, we were supposed to leave at 12... Nagata told us 12 o'clock was checkout. Why? Why did housekeeping be knocking on my door? Um, you have to leave. Uh, they said 12. Give me like 30 minutes. I was like butt-ass naked. This housekeeper just walked in the door. I was shook. For some reason, though, I had the spidey sense. So I'm like, you know what? I'm in this little apartment alone, but I'm going to close the bedroom door and lock it. I did not expect... I did not expect anybody to actually knock on a door. It, it startled me. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm dead. And when I got in there, like after we all left, there was this big ass bug in there man in inside the, the bathtub i took a picture of it i sent it to marcel i'm like i'm coming back upstairs i i'm out but then I, I got a plunger and i just i just crushed it yeah i think i'm gonna be changing the daily move schedule a bit um also my cup says uh bay if you didn't know yeah it's actually my my wife's cup and uh, i didn't want to wash mine so i stole hers my mug actually says bouse so yeah i'm gonna be changing up the daily move schedule i think because reading 10 stories a day i just run out of content so fast even i since i did it friday saturday sunday not not many stories popped up i'm lucky i had uh bouse bouse just b-o-s-s but i say bouse i'm lucky i had you and kitty cortez kitty linked me up with two stories or three uh one two three stories you hooked me up with one and uh, I found six. So uh, that was all right. The problem with a lot of like weird news stories too is they're all super short. So it's hard to make a two hour stream out of it. Because with when I used to do the podcast, it was 25 minutes. And I could do like five stories. Five or six. And it was, it was really easy. But stretching stretching this out in two hours is uh, it's a little bit of a mission. I don't I don't have the Zach Busty skills where I could stretch a three minute video into twenty five minutes. Uh, that man is talented, and I do not have those skills. <laughs> yeah, that's why we'll we'll probably uh, add a video in the middle, and then we'll add a video at the end, and then everything will be okay. I don't have a video ready today though. I totally forgot while I was scrounging. I was like watching some streams, and I was like, oh my god, it's almost seven o'clock. I better start. I better start this thing up. You know, let's let's. Look around. There was a video I wanted to watch, man. It might have been like an otter video. It might have been like a super long one, though. I'm not sure. Yo, Samantha. Sammy. How you doing? You sent me one last stream. I didn't... You didn't actually send it to me. <laughs> I don't think you sent it to me, man. Um, the last thing I got from you is... I sent you this. How you doing, Sammy? Happy pre-birthday. I do like trolling you about your birthday. I do it every year. Uh, this is an oldie. Shit. Homegirl. Yeah. Saw this. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll add that to the collection. Yo, I think my mouse is messing up, man. Ugh. I might have to use the new mouse I got. Uh, all right, we'll do this story too. This one might be a tearjerker. And okay, we got about eight minutes for the break so far. If you guys have any weird videos, Sammy, if you have anything, uh, let me know. And then we could do it in the middle of the show. Probably do it around story number five. Yeah, that's about right. Story number five no, or number four. We'll do that at number four and we'll do the two two videos and then I'll try to find something for the end. All right. I guess with that out of the way, we could start with the uh, story 
Number one. Number one. Oh. That's not it. Texas butthole tickling bandit has finally been caught. Oh. <laughs> how, how are you a Texas butthole tickling bandit, man? This is just, what an awful title. With a name like the Texas butthole tickling bandit, it doesn't take any imagination to know what he does after breaking in. Fortunately, he has been apprehended by police. Identified and caught by police in the early hours of January 5th, he managed to elude capture for three weeks. He has given male residents in the area a real tough time with his spat of assaults, which totaled a dozen homes by the time he was stopped. Police originally thought their suspect was homeless. However, when they picked their man up, he was actually wearing $4,500 worth of Yeezus clothing. Kanye West, you got to stop your mans. Why are you letting, why are you letting them tickle buttholes like that, man? This is an old story, actually. Way to go, kitty. You gave me a two-year-old story. That's okay. We've never actually read it. Uh, do we have anything interesting down here? That was a super short story. I didn't think it was that short. Stay away from my butthole. Uh, nothing really cool. Bunch of bunch of naked people. Oh, this was I was supposed to cover this a while ago, but I didn't. We can read. We can watch this. I totally forgot about this. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but a whale like ate a man. I'm done with you guys. I'm done with you guys. You guys are you guys are idiots. <laughs> uh. A diver is lucky to be alive. Oh, I'm so upset. <laughs> diver is lucky to be alive after a giant whale swallowed him while he was snorkeling off the coast of South Africa. Rainer Shrimp Shimp was in the water with two others using a bait bale of sardines to lure whales when a 45-foot bride's whale swam to the surface hoping to enjoy a meal of fresh sardines. Mm. Oh, fresh sardines with a jar of mayo. We were very astonished that out of nowhere this whale came up. He told Sky News, I was busy concentrating on the sharks because you want to know if a shark was in front of you or behind you, left or right. So we we're very focused on the sharks and their behavior. Then suddenly, it got dark. It got really dark. As the whale inhaled the sardines, it also captured Shimpf in its huge mouth. Shimpf uh, relied on his training and experience and held his breath. Expecting the whale to dive to the bottom of the ocean. Man, that would be scary. He'd be dead. There's no way he'd come back from that. No way. He knew that he was too large for the whale to eat. Really? It looked like he, he could have swallowed that man whole. And figured it would spit him out at some point. Luckily, the whale realized it inhaled him. And immediately opened his mouth to spit him out. I was just holding myself and bracing myself and calming myself down. Not to be panicked. And it worked out. He told today he spat me out. And everybody's happy. Except maybe the whale. Alright, that's bonus story. This always happens. I, I don't even know why <laughs> I get shook. Because I always find something to click on to read. I'm such an idiot. Story number two. Number two. This one's for all the slobs out there. You can now get cream egg flavored Heinz mayonnaise. Oh! Heinz. Seriously good mayo. I don't know about... Would you try this, Cortez? I'm a little scared of it. I think you, you have to try it. If you see this, Cortez, you let me know. This might be in like a certain place. Let's see. Let's see where it, where it goes. Fusion foods are a favorite of pretty much everyone around the world right now. But sometimes you really have to ask yourself whether these new foods flavors that are coming out are even worth creating in the first place. This is exactly how I feel about that Heinz. I've apparently created cream egg flavored mayonnaise, which I'm reliably informed isn't a leftover April Fool's joke from yesterday. It turns out that the weird concoction was an April Fool's joke last year. 
but for some reason this year they decided to actually develop and release it. Apparently the rich and creamy Heinz mayonnaise is blended with the Cadbury cream egg goo. A little goo for you. Mm. And chunky, <laughs> chunky milk chocolate pieces to create a unique mix that works beautifully on waffles or crumpets. It's got to be a UK thing, I think. Not sure I believe that, but I suppose I would be interested in trying it at least. Anyways, here's what Martina Davis, brand manager of Heinz, seriously good mayonnaise said. Goddamn mayonnaise. I'm, I'm very curious. In Heinz, the 150th anniversary, we want to take every opportunity to celebrate Easter has always been one of our favorite times of the year, so we set out to create a most Eastery mayo we could. And who better to partner with than Cadbury Cream Egg, the kings and queens of Easter, and another of the nation's most loved brands. We're delighted to launch the world's first ever Cream Egg Mayo. Just in time for Easter and happy to report it is absolutely delicious, a real taste adventure. The only question we're asking ourselves is why haven't we done it sooner? Alright, I need to find this, I think. Well, I suppose... She sounds pretty excited about it, at least, although I'm still kind of skeptical. They're not even putting it on sale to begin with either, and it's only going to be available from the 11th to the 13th at a free Heinz Cadbury pop-up installation in London. In London's Truman Brewery, too, which kind of makes the whole thing just a big joke hipster cry for attention. Might head down there to try some, though, because I, I've got to admit, I'm intrigued. Me, too. This could be my only chance. Man, how you, how you do me like that? Is this real? Um, I'm gonna Google it. This, there's no way. I need to buy. I need to try it. I will eat it on stream. Yeah, I'll eat this on stream. Yeah, I'll I'll eat a nice spoonful. Uh, this one says you can get it. Let's see, I don't think we're gonna be able to get it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just the a random pop-up installation. Maybe if it's actually good, they might sell it. Keep your eyes out, guys. I need this. I'm really sad, man. I need this in my life. All right, let's move on to the next story. I'm super, super disappointed in that one. For all you ladies out there, if you ever wanted this to stay in bed for a living and eat pancakes, have I got a story for you. Number three. Oh. Space agency seeks women to stay in bed for two months. Pancakes will be provided. Oh. So 60 days, you get 20, 20K. What? Would you be willing to spend 60 days in bed for $19,000? Um, yeah, that's what a group of space scientists are hoping. They're recruiting female subjects to, to do that just for an upcoming study on how to protect the human body from effects of microgravity. Also, there will be pancakes. How do you even go to the bathroom? I'm confused. These so-called bed rest studies are conducted in a partnership by NASA, the German Space Agency, DLR, and the European Space Agency, ESA. The first part of the Artificial Gravity Bed Rest Study, or A-G-B-R-E-S-A. That's not even an abbreviation. That's just way worse to say. Launched on March 25th at the DLR's Institute for Aerospace Medicine in Cologne, Germany. And the second stage, which still needs volunteers, will take place from September, September to December of this year. NASA representatives said in a statement, but what does lying in bed have to do with weightlessness in space? When a person reclines their head lower than their body over time, that position causes fluids in the body to shift towards the head. The same condition, fluids migrating headward, is experienced by astronauts in the absence of gravity, DLR explained on the project website. By observing people reclining for 60 days with their heads six degrees lower than their bodies, 
Researchers can develop strategies to help astronauts confronting similar challenges in space. One method that studies subjects will test a centrifuge that will spin them around for 30 minutes each day, though not as fast as a carnival ride, generating artificial gravity and forcing fluids, forcing fluids to circulate around the body according to the DLR. For the new study, scientists are seeking non-smoking, German-speaking women from the ages of 24 to 55. Well, everybody I know is out of this. Compensation is 16,500 euros, about 18,500 USD. Bed rest studies last a total of 89 days, 50 days to acclimate to the, the equipment, 60 days of bed rest, and then 14 days of rest before returning to everyday life. DLR represent, representative said participants recline in single rooms and all-day activities take place lying down. Even pooping? To make sure that the subjects don't gain weight during the two-month period of restricted activity, researchers provide them with a standardized diet. However, the meals are not extra healthy and participants will sometimes receive pancakes and sweets, according to DLR. Would you do this? Would you? For 20 grand? I think I would do it. The only problem is if you have a job and then you have to leave for two months. I mean, 20 grand in, in 60 days is pretty damn good. Sabbatical? I don't know if they would, like if you're making money though, I don't know if you're allowed to do it. Like I, I just don't think if they found out or something that you were participating, you might get fired when you come back. The study isn't just for women. Men are free to join too. The headline is misleading and sexist. <laughs> How is it sexist? Karen Lively Rogers. You are a whole ass freak. Um, there's nothing sexist about the headline or the article, which also mentions women specifically. It just appears the article isn't written very clearly or accurately. Go to various other articles, the German website, and it specifically mentions they are still looking for female volunteers or are currently only focused on getting female volunteers at this time. The study will include both male and female, but probably more men signed up, I'm guessing. People are so crazy, man. Yeah. How? Explain to me how that was sexist. You are one crazy lady. All right. On to the next. Oh, what do we got? Nope, nothing good. Weird snowman pancake asteroids get gets its close-up, and it's really an oddball. Everyone's triggered by something. We need women for the study. Sexist. <laughs> I'm so confused. Pregnant woman may now have a new way to limit unhealthy weight gain. Um, I'm not going to say it. I'm just not going to say it, because that might be wrong. So we'll just shut up. And go on to the next story. <laughs> we need women to review high heels. Sexist. <laughs> Sorry, we already have 10 males. So this article is relevant, basically as an advertisement, to get women to apply. Because they already have the men. Because dudes probably just want to lay around and eat fucking pancakes. <laughs> like... Feed me more. It's like the Homer with the donuts when he's in hell and he's just getting fed the donuts. That's what I, I would picture this this whole experiment as. Uh, okay, on to the next story. Story number four, right? Number four. Yeah, story number four. 
After this, we'll run the uh, the YouTube section or the video section, I guess. Judge orders both twins to pay child support when neither admits paternity. Oh man, this this is this should be a wild ride. This is a Mori episode for sure. Brazil Mori. Did they both have sex with this lady? Let's find out. The Brazilian judge called out the deadbeat dad, whichever identical twin he is, for not stepping up for his baby. A pair of identical twins in central Brazil are in double trouble after a judge ordered them both to pay child support for a single baby. One of the twins had a casual fling with a woman who later gave birth to a baby. The woman isn't certain which twin is the dad. Judge Philippe Luis Peruca ordered the brothers identify, identified only as Fabrico and Fernando to take DNA tests. Both tests came back positive. <laughs> according to the New York Times, and neither man would fess up uh, to being the father, likely hoping to avoid paying up. It sounds like a premise for a sitcom, right? Two and a half men. Uh, the judge who sits in the state of uh, Goyas said the two men were taking away the child's right to know her real dad ordered each twin to fork over $60 a month, or 30% of the Brazilian minimum wage towards child support. That actually helps the child. She'll be getting twice as much. <laughs> They're so stupid. <laughs> twice as much as kids from a similar economic background, according to BBC. So you both go down and pay money when one of you could have just done it. I, I would have turned this man in like, hey, it was actually my brother. I ain't paying for you, damn kid. Peruka also called out the deadbeat dad in court ruling accusing him of acting in bad faith and stating such vile behavior cannot be tolerated by the law, according to the New York Daily News. The New York Daily News. The judge ruled that the names of both men will appear on the girl's birth certificate. What? That is going to be the most confused child of all time. Yep, I got two dads. Um, Oh man, what a mess. Maybe they both did it. Maybe they both had sex with this with the mom. They're just stupid, right? You're both gonna go down for not taking uh, the responsibility of being the dad. Gut doctor warns throughout this vegetable with a clickbait title. I ain't clicking that. Need someone to kick son off your couch, please? Um, tell him that it, you'll pay for his dinner if he goes out and picks it up. You'll pay for the next two dinners, kitty. How you doing, kitty? And then the couch is yours. Done. Be like, hey son. You want you want some burgers? You want you want some goddamn burgers? Uh I'll order it and you go pick it up and I'll pay for it. And and you can go pick up <laughs> he's snoring with his dog. Oh, that's cute. That's that's kinda wholesome though, Kitty. Why are you trying to ruin a wholesome moment? Kitty, when I went to visit, uh I had to pick up something for my parents today and uh I showed you the snap of my my crazy ass dog, or my parents' dog, I guess you can call it. Even though I lived with it for a long time, he's so old now, kitty. Like I walked in, he usually like he springs up and like goes to the door. I literally walked to his bed. I was like, "Hey, what you doing? Hey," and he was just, he was out, and I was I had to like put my hand on his head and we'll jostle him a little, and he just like opened his eyes. He was like, "Oh shit." And he was like, oh, shit. He was like, Ugh. And then, yeah, he's he's getting old, though. I think he's, like, going blind and deaf. He's also, you know, 15 or 16. He's he's an old boy. 
But he's still kind of like, he's still active when he's awake. But he was just going nuts with his little frog toy. Those are the precious moments. Yeah. Sad times. Sad times. He used to be like all like brown on his face. Now he's just like white. He's just an old, old ass man. He used to just like guard. He used to sit on top of the couch and just bark at things. And now he's just, he's just quiet. He's like, you know what? Too old now. I'm too old. The squirrels. Squirrels can wait. I'll get him one day. Actually, he caught a squirrel one day after like years of trying to catch a squirrel and he, he just let it go. I was, I was like really surprised he didn't kill it. <laughs> really surprised. He like caught it by the tail. Squirrels are a thing. Yeah, but he didn't do anything. I was like, all this time, you've been barking at these damn squirrels and like chasing them and getting mad at them. And you, you just let it go. These two chased one while still trying to pee. Nice. <laughs> Did you guys, I know, I don't know if you guys like Mortal Kombat, but holy f they revealed my girl today. Um, where, oh, that's not it. No. My mouse is so bad right now. Why? Ugh. Have you guys seen the, the Katana reveal? Oh my. So on, uh, I think Friday, they're going to do the, they usually do like these, uh, they're called combat casts. And they reveal like three characters and how they play and like their gameplay. So I'm, I think I'm going to co-stream that uh, this week on Friday. I'll probably run that because I think it's going to have Katana. And she is uh, she's one of my favorites. So I think we're going to run that. Should be a lot of fun. And I didn't play your video yet. Nah, I'm playing it right now. Uh, we're getting into the, the midway point of the show. And uh, we're going to play two videos unless somebody's got another one. But we got two of them. We'll go with Cortez's first. That made you want to go play Mortal Kombat now? You spelled Mortal Kombat wrong. That's a Cardinal Sin. Combat with a K. Uh, Cardinal with a K. All right, we'll watch Cortez's video first. Uh, Home Wrecking Penguins. <laughs> Number five. Oh. This is what happens when you wear semen-scented perfume. Secretions Magnifique is a synthetic concoction that's supposed to smell like a combination of semen, blood, and breast milk. It's $88 and not even the celebrities who shop at perfume boutiques really want it. But I wore it for five days. Oh man, here we go. Uh, Secretions Magnifique. Uh, <laughs> You're back. <laughs> Welcome back, Kimpy. You missed an adorable cow video, by the way. Uh, a little baby cow. Uh, M-I-N, a boutique in Manhattan, Soho neighborhood. Cortez, you're responsible for this. Bills itself as a... I can't read that. What is French for? Store that sells expensive things. It caters to people willing to pay $350 for 12 milliliters of liquid. Uh, mainly, this means celebrities like Scarlett Johansson, who reportedly come here for Jasmine leather and tobacco that sounds like it'd smell like torn cigarettes at the bottom of my backpack and but then again i know nothing about perfume no problem cortez you might cry kimchi maybe a little though i don't understand it the people who work there are really really good at what they do olia a sales associate i met on a recent trip to min realized she had an uncanny ability to identify scents at an early age she remembers getting almost drunken feeling like jasmine from a jasmine bush at her parents' house when she was growing up in Moscow. Mm. I wanted to find out how it would feel to smell like a famous person, to have a signature scent. 
You picked the wrong scent, my friend. <laughs> Selected, especially for me. I So I had Olia to help me pick out an array of fragrances to try at home in order to see which one agreed most with my body chemistry. Apparently good for perfume is supposed to react constantly with the wearer's body and shift subtly depending on temperature and diet. She gave me a quick questionnaire before matching me up with some options that might fit my lifestyle. Handing over the vials, she told me she used the characteristic boozy and masculine. She has a much, much better sense of smell than I do, which became very obvious when I couldn't tell the difference between any perfume she let me sample. So I went back to Min and searched for some more distinctive scents. Olia gave me a leathery smelling perfume that's made from beaver anal secretion. Uh-oh, a throwback to one of the first daily moves. Uh, Castrium, which beavers use to mark the territories in it. Oh, kimchi, you don't want to hear this one. You, you, kimchi doesn't know about the beaver secretion. It's used in strawberry flavoring, kimchi. So, uh, watch out. Yep. So if you eat any, like, artificial strawberry flavoring or like vanilla uh it's made from a beaver's butthole the more you know there's a daily moose all about it you'll need the real ones but if you ever do get artificial vanilla or strawberry you're eating beaver anus there's actually a lot of flavors that it uses so you might be screwed perfumes by chanel lancome and da vinci but i had my eye on another bottle secretions magnifique a synthetic concoction that is supposed to Supposed to smell like a combination of semen, blood, and breast milk. It's $88. Yeah, like um, glazed donuts. Any kind of like glaze on donuts and stuff is made from it as well. And even Olia has a little trouble justifying why anyone would want it. I don't think it's for everyone, she said. It's very primal. When customers want to test it out, she has to take it outside of the store to spray it. I feel like humans always get attracted to things that are unclear, unknown, or even repulsive, she said. This is true. This is probably why we all enjoy King Slob. Because we are all, we all secretly like repulsive shit. That's just how it is. Long story short, I wore it for five days. Sunday, first off, Secretions Magnifique smells a lot different in the vial than it does in the open air. When you sniff the vial, it could almost be Axe Body Spray. But when it's uh, diffused, it smells sour and metallic. It has these blood notes. It has these synthetic notes, the iron. Olia told me when those blood notes get anywhere near the upper half of your body, it feels like you have a mouthful of pennies. Ugh. As I'm walking to the train, I keep getting whiffs of myself and have to stop and gag several times. This perfume is fucking gross. When I get to school, classmate tells me I smell like her ex-boyfriend. Oof. Uh, Monday, I'm a little more used to the smell, so I don't gag when I'm on the train. I do get some weird looks from strangers. But that might be because I was staring intently on their faces, trying to detect a glimmer of recognition in their eyes. You're wondering if that smells that smell is you, right? I silently asked them. You're wondering if that smell is you, right? Around new, I'm in the Condé Nast elevator, don't ask, with some supermodels, and one of them wrinkles her nose. <laughs> but she could have done a she could have had a cold or something. Also, when they probably too tall to register that I was even in the elevator with them, I realized about an hour later that I should have just asked the supermodels to smell me. That's, that, that's just weird. Don't ask people to smell you. And then I got really sweaty and upset by the missed opportunity. I noticed the smell gets stronger the more I sweat. Tuesday, I, am complete, I completely forget I'm wearing the perfume at this point. It doesn't bother me at all. In fact, I think I'm starting to like it. 
It's like having a cool secret. That's not cool, man. It gives me a certain amount of edge. I'm forcing unwitting people to smell cum all day. Like Olia told me, if you can pu pull it off, why not go there? All anyone really wants out of life is to be remembered, right? I don't care if I'm remembered as the small woman who inexplicably reeks of cum. So long as people don't forget me when I die. Boy, girl, oh my god. I get through the entire day without thinking about secretions magnifique, but then some girl tells me I smell like her dad. Oh, oh man. She doesn't know what the smell is. Oh my god. I spend several hours feeling bad for her, her dad. <laughs> When I go to a bar, I don't get carded even though I look 12. I assume it's because I smell like someone with mature hobbies or at least a reason to drink. It's come. It smells like her dad. No, it, a, a, someone else was commenting to the, the author that it smells like their dad, not her dad. Ugh. <laughs> ah, I'm home. The smell of cum, blood, and breast milk. That's what her dad smells like. What the fuck? <laughs> Her dad smells like blood and breast milk. Oh, oh, about being remembered? Yeah, yeah, you're right. This is just wild. Uh, dad got like punched in the nose while sucking on his mom's titties while getting blasted in the face with cum. That's just the average day in her dad's life. Thursday. I'm too, too comfortable with the smell at this point. So I have to drag in some fresh perspective. A friend and I spray each other down. Romantic. You smell just like pop. <laughs> what a life. Oh my, this is my life apparently. And head to a show. This is a major test of Secretions Magnifique. Its main selling point is that it makes people think about sex. In the right amount it works to help attract species such as humans. Olya had told me, such as humans indeed. An hour into the show, a 35-year-old Canadian, oh boy, approaches my friend and tells her she smells really, really good. He doesn't stop grinding on her the whole time we're there. He even tells him, she, when she even tells him about the perfume, I'll lick the blood and come off your neck. Cow eight? <laughs> Cow eight, anybody? Are his exact words, romance? <laughs> right before my eyes, I go back with them to my friend's apartment and sit in the living room while they have sex. About five seconds after the guy comes, he confesses that he's married and that he's made a huge mistake. Minutes later, I'm hugging my naked, crying friend who's covered in both synthetic and actual semen, as well as tears. Neither of us care how we smelled. This, this isn't real. Like, this, this whole thing is not real. There's no way. I'm at a loss of words. Yeah, this, this is not right. This happened in Florida. It's in New York. It's in uh, Man Manhattan. Vice is usually on point. This is a, I go back with them to my friend's apartment and I sit in the living room while they have sex. About five seconds after the guy comes, he confesses that he's married and that he's made a huge mistake. Minutes later, I'm hugging my naked friend, crying friend, who's covered in both synthetic and actual semen as well as tears. Neither of us cared how we smelled. I can't read it. I can't read that. It's not <laughs> Fuck me. I can't. I can't do it. Oh, my God. Woo! 
I don't know if I can do it. I can't read this. I can't. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. Woo! Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you guys for uh, tuning into the Daily Moves. I will be banned. I will see you guys maybe in three months. Uh, this is it. The show is over forever. Um, holy shit. Oh, man. All right. On to the daily moves, guys. On to the goddamn daily moves. Uh. Oh, here we go. All right. Skrillex music could help protect against mosquito bites. Study finds. <laughs> uh, eh, we don't need to read that part. The next time you go out... Uh, to enjoy the outdoors on your tropical vacation, don't forget to pack a new kind of mosquito repellent. The music of dubstep artist Skrillex in a study published in the journal Acta Tropica. Researchers found that dubstep music, specifically Skrillex's, and specifically his track Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, could offer the effective protection against the uh, mosquito. Yellow fever mosquito. Looks like you're getting bitten. Sound is crucial for reproduction, uh, survival, and population maintenance of many animals, said a team of international science scientists that specialize in mosquitoes and the diseases they carry, including Zika virus and Daegu fever. The team conducted the study by subjecting adult mosquitoes to a specifically selected song and then testing its rates of movement, blood feeding, and uh, copulation. Scientists chose Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, a track by Skrillex from his Grammy award-winning album of the same name. That won a, a Grammy? Are you kidding me? That's very shocking. That's more shocking than when I clicked on that article and almost saw a man having sex with a fake vagina. <laughs> For its mix of very high and very low frequencies. No problem, Kimchi. In insects, low-frequency vibrations facilitate sexual interactions, whereas noise disrupts the perception of signals from conspecifics, uh, members of the same species and hosts, the scientists said. Who are funding these studies and why? Right? How can we stop getting bit by mosquitoes? I know. Let's play some Skrillex and see what happens. Does this work with voices as well? Maybe... This is why mosquitoes don't bother me. Maybe. According to the findings, adult mosquitoes entertained by the music copulated uh, far less often than those that weren't. Females exposed to the track also attacked the host less frequency than those in a dubstep and Skrillex-free environment. And the occurrence of blood feeding activity was lower when music was being played. The observation that such music can delay host attack, reduce blood feeding, 
and Disrupt Mating provides new avenues for development of music-based personal protective and control measures against uh, 80s-born diseases, the scientist said. The album Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites won two Grammys, two Grammys at the 54th Annual Grammy Awards, one for Best Dance Recording and another for Best Dance Electronica Album. Skrillex, real name Sonny John Moore, did not comment on the study, but retweeted an article about it on Twitter. And there you have it. You want to get stopped? Uh, you want to stop mosquitoes? Play some Skrillex, specifically this song. I'm probably not going to get through all these articles. <laughs> Good stuff. We got an animal story next. Uh, song's still not better than Sandstorm. There is a really good um, documentary on YouTube about Sandstorm. Did you did you watch it? Oh my god. You saw it today? Oh shit. The story of Sandstorm. I think they're doing more. It's uh, by Vice. Uh, I'll link it for you guys. It's really good. It's like 15 minutes long. They're copying like the score that the score does the story of. I think they're copying them, but it's it's actually really good, really really good. If you like the song Sandstorm at all, gory photo shows how a mystery predator turned a toad inside out. A nature walk near a British reservoir recently took a gruesome turn when a family unexpectedly discovered a dead toad that had been turned inside out. Though there were no uh. Perpetrator Insight biologists on Twitter quickly jumped to help solve this wildlife crime scene. Jan Friedman, a curator of natural history at The Box, a museum in Plymouth, was walking with his family at the Venford Reservoir in Dartmoor when his eight-year-old son spotted the gory corpse. He told Live Science in an email, in a photo of the remains which Friedman shared in a tweet on March 24th, the toad's glass-like intestines spill onto the ground and the peeled skin of its underside still attached below the jaw stretches over its back beastly feet amazing photos and animals and their prey uh, i don't know why they linked that uh the head oh boy jesus christ i didn't even see this one yet the head was the only part that wasn't turned inside out so we could see it uh was a common toad buffo buffo freeman said we have seen plenty of toads in our garden and uh, other spots at Dartmoor, but nothing like this. Friedman wrote in the tweet, he suspected this was the work of a predator, but what kind of predator was it? What kind of pre- Ooh, it just literally flipped it inside out. That is crazy. What did this? And there's like a fly like eating it. Oh my, what an animal. Friedman hoped that biologists on Twitter could explain the toad's intriguing and gory state. And they did not disappoint one of the responders, Jack Ashby, a museum manager at the University Museum of Zoology in Cambridge, initially thought the frog had been pulled apart by a crow. As this is something that Australian crows do to invasive toxic cane toads. In Australia, crows have learned to uh, sidestep toxic glands in the toad's head and back by flipping the toads over and slicing into the skin of their bellies to devour their insides. A behavior that was documented in 2018 by photographer Steve Wilson. European toads also have toxin, gl toxin glands in their skin, so it's not surprising that a predator would remove it. Ashby told Live Science in an email in the photo of the inside-out toad. Its flesh appeared to have been delicately removed, which one might expect to, uh, to be more easily done with a nimble beak, he added. The jaws that bite, the claws that catch. However... 
there's another predator known for stripping toxic toads uh, of their skin. The European otter. Oh shit, it's an otter. Though these otters are primarily fish eaters, they are also known for eating mammals, birds, and amphibians. Amy Schwartz, a researcher and doctoral candidate with the School of Biosciences at Cardiff University in the UK, told Live Science in an email. Toads are often on the menu for otters in spring when large numbers of the amphibians gather in ponds to breed, Schwartz explained. She suspected that an otter had skinned the toad in the photo because she had previously seen similar evidence at a pond in Pembrokeshire. In an area full of otters uh, where multiple toad skins floated on the surface of the water. After closely examining the image, Ashby also concluded that the predator was probably an otter. Many of the muscles and bones of the legs and spine were missing, which hinted that the toad had been attacked by a mammal. Oh, I don't want to click that one. Something large enough to chew up the whole toad legs. After closely examining the image, Ashby also concluded that the predator was probably an otter. Many of the muscles and bones of the legs and spine were missing, which hinted that the toad had been attacked by a mammal. Something large enough to chew up a whole toad's legs. I think I just read that. The details that uh, cinched it for Ashby were the empty skin that once held the toad's foot, which must have been yanked from the skin by a predator strong enough to remove its entire leg. Muscle, bone, tendons, and ligaments in one piece. This requires a serious amount of force, presumably by an animal holding the carcass in its paws and pulling the legs out of its skin by its teeth. Ashby said, it's a lot easier to imagine the otter doing this than a bird. Oh my god. As it happens, toad skin is surprisingly easy to remove as it is only very loosely attached to the animal's body, Ashby said. The only places it is attached firmly is around its hands and feet and the skull, he said. If you're not worried about keeping the skin in one piece, it can be pulled off like a pair of leggings Ooh. and skin tight shirt after snipping around the waist. They're not as dangerous as the slow uh, lorries. They cute but deadly. Are they actually deadly? I have never heard of that before. All right, and I guess we're gonna do the last story, and then we're gonna watch some uh, some good boy animal fights. Let you Google all right. Let me know. Uh, I think we should do the cow, the cow eye story. I think we should do that one. A Wyoming man has been pulled over by the cops with thirty cow eyes in his anus. Surprisingly, this happened in Wyoming and not Florida. Slow uh, lorises have a toxic bite, a rare trait among mammals and unique to lorisid primate. Toxin is obtained by licking a gland on their arm and the secretion is activated by mixing with saliva. Wow, I did not know that. But they're so cute. But the kind of bizarre hick thing that would go into Sunshine State it occurred over the weekend when the cops pulled over a 51-year-old guy called Roy Tibbet in the early hours of the morning, a town called Casper, for a routine sobriety test. During this, they noticed a bunch of eyeballs falling down Tibbet's trousers and immediately arrested him on suspicion of murder as they thought uh, they were human eyeballs. The truth was even more unsettling, weird, though as Tibbet explained that they were cow eyeballs that he had smuggled out of the meat packing plant that he worked in. The company won't let us take any animal scraps home and instead toss them in a landfill. They're a very wasteful company. We should be allowed to take scrap meat and other parts home. The 
company should start a green initiative. They don't have a recycling at the plant. I put the eyeballs in soups. They're beneficial for erectile dysfunction, which I currently battle. But I also just like the texture and taste. I enjoy eating bovine eyeballs and smuggling them. He enjoys smuggling them. Out in my colon was the only way I knew how to get them out without potentially getting caught and fired. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. My thoughts. Exactly. Wow. There's so much about that. That's awesome. I don't know where to begin. It's not awesome. Firstly, the fact that he smuggles these eyeballs out of his butt so he can eat them is obviously incredible. But the fact that he tries to explain it by build, <laughs> building it into a green issue is even better. 10 out of 10 for creativity. I agree. Obviously, the fact he has erectile dysfunction isn't so hot, but it sounds that at least this eyeball soup is helping him out with it. Affect the taste or that he would get an infection? I know, right? That's so nuts. Maybe he washes them first and like, I don't know. I have before he puts it in his butt. Couldn't tell you. Eh. Tibbet was arrested by the police as he was driving under the influence. The police didn't decide whether to charge him for the theft of the eyeballs as they wanted to speak to his employer. Johnson meets before making the decision on that. They also found several large carving knives in the back of his car. Uh, that they suspect may have been stolen from his workplace. Also, did he smuggle the knives out of his butt too? Uh, Johnson meets are yet to release a statement on the matter. Pretty much how I feel as well. What? <laughs> and uh, that is gonna do uh, for today's Daily Moo show. Of course, the show is not over yet as we do have some videos to look at. We'll watch a couple of them for today because we have 27 and I want kind of want to keep some. So to the podcast people, thank you guys so much for stopping by and we'll see you guys next time. But for the live show people, I got you guys.